0: I don't even get a countdown timer anymore oh no all this we're is just, just oh are we live? i don't know live it's just, now are we're we just live now oh no broadcast video is live okay it's alex they changed google hangouts and i don't like it changed yeah they changed scary. it a
1: lot they changed it a whole lot uh it doesn't look anything like what i'm accustomed to and i don't like it i don't like they don't that. have a
0: countdown timer usually i i am told i have 10 seconds which is actually more like 13 seconds but I like that countdown timer. You know, I get ready. I can look all fancy. Now I just look like an asshole.
1: Yeah, I... And the worst part of all of this, literally the worst part, is that despite all the changes they made here, I just have the same array of sound effects to work with
0: that I had before. <laughs> yeah, we we looked up the the changes, updates, whatever, to, to this, and it says there is animated GIF support, but I don't... In the 30 seconds that I l- looked into it, unable to determine what that means. I don't yeah, even know I, how you would...
1: It's got to be a chat thing, right? Like that. There's, there's nowhere we could just drag and drop animated gifs into this. It's got to be just for the chat.
0: Well, you can do, you can do a screen share, but like I don't know if that would allow a, like I don't know how that would work. I'm not oh, yeah. gonna sit here and try and figure it out. <laughs> it seems like really compelling content. You know, a couple weeks out from next gen platforms to talk about how do we get animated gifs. Into... This
1: is important stuff. People need to yeah, know true. How, gifts... how animated gifts work in Google Hangouts. I will say your uh, your stream is coming through a lot more clear today. I don't know. If I
0: don't. Yeah, I don't anything. know what happened earlier this week. It was it, the internet was funky for a couple of days. Eh. Eh. Also, apparently
1: now people can see both of us all the time. Like apparently the boxes, there's a box somewhere that they can they can see.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, you're right.
1: That's terrifying. That's
0: weird. I'm looking at this now in in past stream that is streaming out right now. So, I don't you know. can't
1: you can't just like, you know, stand up and start waving your balls in my face like you normally do when no. you're not on camera. That's that's going to be that's going to I wonder what happens. Here on out.
0: I wonder what happens if I click hide from bro. I'm going to try and hide you from the broadcast. Let's see what happens. Are you gone? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, you are that's just truly gone. You're just truly gone. Okay. show and broadcast.
1: No, don't, don't make me gone. I want to be... Wait, why
0: are you muted now?
1: I You muted me. Here, now I'm unmuted. I there you go. Myself.
0: There you go. I thought I maybe I might just hide your profile. Nope, I kicked you out.
1: We're not going to talk about video games at all today. We're <laughs> just going to play with Google Hangouts for the next hour, hour and a half, and just, you know, see what kind of stupid shit we can get into.
0: Ah, uh, did you play any video games this week?
1: I did. I played, some, I played a little bit of some stuff. Mostly, uh, you know, I played a little more Wind Waker over the course of the evenings, and I started playing Brothers. Uh, finally, I've hey. been waiting on playing that one for a while, and after hearing Brad talk about it, I felt like I had to eventually. So you so started, I th- but not finished it. I got through the first hour, and I know there's another hour, like another hour, hour and a half left at most. So uh, I'm gonna finish that up today. But uh, I really like it. That's that's a really neat game. Uh, it totally broke my brain initially trying to do the dual analog thing of controlling both characters like that that, for some reason my brain just could not process that for the first like 20 minutes Mm. Uh, but once I got past that uh, that weirdness it actually started to become like second nature
0: Uh, I I never quite got over the hump or at least the moments where it wasn't a problem were like 30 seconds long and then I would inevitably kind of screw it up Right. Um, but, you, yeah, you you get enough of it down that, you know, I don't think the control scheme works perfectly, but I think for what it's trying to express, both thematically and, you know, the fact that I've never seen that in a game before. So, essentially, it is the first attempt, yeah. you know, at least by my count, of, of a new control scheme. And those don't always work the greatest yeah. the first time. So, you know, I think for a first whack, uh, they get away with some of the clunkiness because um, it works thematically. So you kind of, you know,
1: yeah, it works thematically. And I think at least up through that first hour, the puzzle designs and sort of the level design stuff, I think is pretty well attuned to that control schemes, like limitations. Like I haven't felt like I was totally, you know, I was working things up or having a hard time getting the, like the only real trouble I've had is just realizing which stick goes with which person and just keeping that straight in my head.
0: But, yeah, like,
1: mechanically, it's not that difficult, but it kind of doesn't need to be because it works within the context of what they built for those controls.
0: Yeah. And that game, uh, that game gets dark.
1: Yeah, I haven't gotten to the really dark stuff yet, I don't think, because I've, I've heard that that's toward the end. But, uh, you it's know, not
0: switching. It's not switching on the fly. It's I don't know sw- what's going on here. What the hell? Let's see. what it... I'm going to click this cameraman app. Is that what happened? I don't know. Maybe when you
1: you blocked me or muted me, you fucked everything up.
0: (laughs) Was it going back and forth before?
1: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh... Did you just break this whole thing?
0: I don't know, Alex. Alex, I don't know about anything anymore. Am I going to have to click this back and forth like a jackass for the rest of the... This happened another time, and then it kind of just went back to normal. I'm just going to...
1: Why don't you try clicking back and forth for the time being and then see if it maybe fixes itself? Okay. Just cuz I okay. want I want you I want people to be able to see you too.
0: They are seeing me right now. I control okay, good. this. Good. I'm all over this. Um So yeah, so yeah, Brothers is uh Brothers is a phenomenal game. Really it really is. enjoyed it. Uh yeah, but yeah, don't definitely not a game. I mean, I would have up front told you to try and play that as one shot. Uh it's Right. It's short enough that uh, it is definitely in a, the camp of a game that you would want to kind of take in all at once, and it gets a little strange when—or uh, it just feels a little disjointed if you don't kind of take it as a whole. So I would say if you're going to play it again, you know, definitely oh, yeah. uh, make I'm gonna, it through I'm the rest of the game. Oh, yeah, I'm going to
1: finish it tonight, basically. Um, you know, just play it over the course of two days, I think, is, is fine. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing that one. And then I uh, I played some Ghost Hunter this week uh, for, for Encyclopedia Bombastica. Patrick, did you ever play Ghost Hunter?
0: No, I was trying to figure out what the hell you were talking about when I, when I saw that uh, showed up on the front page, and then I got scared because it was a what a PS2 Namco game.
1: Yeah, so here's the so it's a Sony Europe game. It was made by the Cambridge Studio. Uh, and oh Sony weird. Put it out, yeah, and Sony put it out in Europe, like they published it in Europe, but then they didn't put it out anywhere else. So Namco picked up the publishing rights and put it out a year later in the U.S. I only remember it because I reviewed it, and I remember liking it way more than I thought I was actually gonna like it. Um, and then I didn't think about that game for like nine years. Uh, and then for some reason this week, I suddenly thought, man, I remember that game Ghost Hunter. I should see if I can play that game Ghost Hunter. And It's not available digitally anywhere because nobody bought that game. No one remembers it. Uh, so I bought a used copy off the internet, uh, for like $5 and, uh, shipping actually cost more than the game did. Uh, and I bought that and I played it and that game holds up. All right. It's, it's a third person action game, you know, that's sort of thematically similar to ghostbusters or even like the real ghostbusters cartoon a little bit but with like a slightly darker weirder bent when it comes to kind of like the the ghost and creature design stuff it's kind of it, it can get kind of fucked up in places but it's neat it's a simple third person shooter but it's it's good at what it is so are you
0: going to keep playing it
1: i don't know i might i mean it's only like an 8 hour game so if i oh know.
0: only and there's no other games coming out so you might as well spend your time playing ghost hunter for the ps2
1: look i bought it <laughs> There's a physical copy sitting on my goddamn desk right now. I will finish Brothers first. I will get into my backlog as you know as I'm going here. And yes, I will have a lot of games to play over the next few weeks. But goddammit, it, don't you deny me the fucking right to play some Ghost Hunter when I goddamn well feel like it.
0: I'm really glad the camera focuses on you on this.
1: Good. Yes.
0: People said it was cutting back and forth before, so I think I broke it when I did yeah. whatever I did earlier. Yeah.
1: So so don't don't ever do that again.
0: I'm just gonna leave it focused on you for the you rest son of the a show a bitch. Don't there's you nothing dare. you can do about it now you right. just have to be paranoid for the entirety of the show um, um murder murder did you play anything else
1: uh nothing else of real consequence i kind of dabbled in the i i downloaded typing of the dead uh and st- like just barely touch that uh that is totally typing of the dead i will play some more of that at some point because i actually really like typing of the dead i don't know why i just do
0: i, I love Typing of the dead too like it's just it's just it's just really goofy fun i it's you i uh, here's the question though what are the words like this time
1: uh they're i mean i just barely touched it but i watched some of the quick look that uh brad and Vinny did and it seemed like it gets pretty weird uh like there's definitely some some strange stuff they thrown in there which is good because you know the weirder it gets the better it gets but you know, I played a lot of Mavis Beacon teaches typing when I was a kid. I played Mario teaches typing. Uh, you know, I, 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 I can get into some some some, some typing games when, when they're good. And this one seems totally functional in the, the way that Typing of the Dead games tend to be very functional.
0: Well, I just, I, oh, oh, I fixed it. Oh, good. Good work. I fixed it. Uh, good work. The, I guess what I meant is uh, I had saw some, uh, let's call it bitching uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter because that's what people do. Uh, yes. That maybe there were one too many pop culture references in this new typing of the dead. Uh, I just wasn't sure if you noticed anything like that when in the, in the brief bit that you played.
1: Not not in the brief bit that I played, but again, I played for like 20 minutes just to make sure it like you know kind of worked on my computer and just to see what it was. Uh, I will play more of it later. That it seems like a game that is totally worth $10, which I think yeah only is through like today. So if you're gonna buy it, buy it at $10. And
0: you know sega just dropping it out of nowhere no fanfare didn't even put out a press release i think until like a day later
1: yeah there was like a blog post that went up briefly i think or you know sometime after it already went live on steam and that was just it hey here's this game go
0: yeah so i, I sent like an email to sega pr after the press release came through and was like can i i would like to talk about how this happened because this is weird and then the response was just like oh, i don't know We'll can do it it's just like oh, okay <laughs>
1: Like clearly no one over there really cares. Like that maybe that was just like the weird pet project of some small offshoot team that was just like, hey, we already have this House of the Dead overkill game. Let's just throw some typing in there, see what the fuck happens.
0: Yeah, it feels like they just like accidentally downloaded like a, a torrent and were like, I guess we'll put this up on Steam. Yeah. Amazing. Heard it. Um I played a little bit, not a lot of uh Pokemon X. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, gonna try and uh, I have a, a cabin getaway with a bunch of friends this weekend, so I'll probably have some downtime. Um, maybe get a little more into that. I have this weird issue where, so my 3DS, the SD card becomes unseated sometimes <clears throat> when you shut it. And I forgot that every single time I've played the first 30 minutes of Pokemon X. So what will happen is I won't do an actual save, I'll just shut it and then I will open it. The SD card will become unseated and then I have to play the first 30 minutes of Pokemon X. Oh, that's over very unfortunate. Again. Yeah. Uh, so now I've just become paranoid about uh, saving, and I guess some other people have had a similar issue, and it might actually just be the, the SD card and not the 3DS. So I guess I will try and buy maybe another 3DS, which is yeah. or another SD card, which those things are unlike those Vita memory cards. I can just go buy one for like 15 bucks, and it's right. no big deal.
1: Yeah, I bought a huge one for like $25. So, you know, I'm 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 feeling pretty good about that. Even though I'm not actually playing Pokemon anymore.
0: Yeah, you just threw it out. You you you, you put it in the. I literally just in took the out the SD
1: card I, I I bought and then I just set it on fire because I just don't you know never again.
0: I'm trying to think, do I play anything else? I I spent a lot of this week because my wife was back in town. Uh, we watched a lot of horror films, so yeah. we kind of started catching up on some. Um. Do you get you trick or treaters th- in your apartment complex?
1: No. Uh, there's a lot of trick or treaters in our neighborhood, but they mostly go around to like the local businesses. They don't really mm. go to uh, like the, there are like two family homes along the side streets along where I live, but I'm on the main drag, which is all just apartment buildings and businesses. So they'll, they'll go into the businesses and get candy and then they'll go into the two apartment, ha- you know, two family houses, but they will never go to the apartments because nobody ever apparently wants to give them candy.
0: Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how much I haven't really thought about trick or treating that much until uh i was here living uh with my mom where there are you know realistically actual trick-or-treaters and there were only like four of them last night oh it was a bummer it was Was okay earlier in the day Hmm. but it stopped raining by the time you'd be trick-or-treating but i don't know i maybe like the the culture of trick-or-treating has changed there were a lot of kids
1: out and about last night when i was walking home um but, again, they were all going into, like, the health food store and the AT&T store and shit around here. You know, they weren't they weren't going to houses. I, Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the culture has necessarily changed that much. I just wonder if maybe your neighborhood just doesn't – does it not have a lot of kids in it? or I guess
0: know, that's just, possible. I guess that's your possible.
1: House, like, was your ha- – do your house used to belong to, like, you know, some crazy old murderer or something? They no, it's
0: not a murder here? house. It's okay. not a murder house. Although, right. uh, there is this, uh, this website – I didn't use it because you had to pay for it, and it also was probably good that I didn't search it, was you can search any address Mm -hmm. and find out if someone's been murdered in that house.
1: Oh, that's awesome and terrifying, but awesome.
0: Yeah. So I I typed in my parents' address and then clicked search because why not? And then Mm. it was like, please pay us $15. And I was like, ah, you know what? I actually don't want to know the answer to this. (laughs) Not for $15. Absolutely not. No, just not. (laughs) <laughs> just the the mo- the money put up enough of a barrier that i had no I, I realized that i was nothing to be gained by knowing that the room that i sleep in someone was brutally murdered i don't i don't need to know that yeah that's uh, fair
1: maybe, maybe look that up once you're out of that house you know like then yeah. then look it up and be like okay well i survived that so that's great
0: but i yeah i know that some people do that before they move you know rightfully so or like if you're buying a house you kind of you can do those those uh those web services that let you know if there are like pedophiles and criminals in the area right, right. which seems reasonable if you like yeah. if you have kids and stuff like that but i don't know there's something weird like i imagine most houses something horrible has gone wrong right like that's probably most houses
1: i feel like especially any any house that has any age to it like at least somebody has died in it like maybe not murdered maybe not you know horrible tragic death maybe just like an old person passing away or something yeah. but yeah the older a house is and the more owners it's had, the more likely it is that someone has died there. yeah, this is a so, great yeah. start to the show this is this is a great <laughs> great tone to set things off on well,
0: I didn't play any games, so i i my mind's just wandering to the things that have I, what I mean, movies I've only, did you watch this week? well, let's see so I caught up I watched Rosemary's Baby, which mm-hmm. I'd never seen before uh that, that's great, that right whole, uh, yeah, yeah the whole it you know it takes its sweet time getting to where it's going, but that's also I think why. Uh, You know, it's a product of its time. Movies, a movie these days could not wait 90 minutes to tell you what is going on. That's why
1: 70s movies are the best, because there's so much weird slow burn shit in a lot of that stuff that, like, you couldn't do now because all the executives and everyone involved was just on so many drugs that it just made sense to them back then.
0: Yeah. So that movie holds up uh, remarkably well. Uh, We watched uh, Ghost Watch, which is a BBC special. Mm -hmm. from the 80s or 90s. I'm not sure of the date there. Um, But the setup is that it had a bunch of actual anchors or reporters from the BBC, and they did this one-off, which was where they were investigating a haunted house, Mm -hmm. and they play it for real, but it's all fake, and everything goes really, really badly. And I guess it had a sort of War of the Worlds kind of effect Where so for example, in the show they they have a a phone number that you can call and you could share some of your own ghost stories. Now when the thing is the phone number is the same phone number that the BBC would share for people to call in normally. So it was a number people were familiar with if they've watched the telephone the 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 program or if they've called them before. Now when they called it, it was supposed to have a a voice message that said Hey, this is a fake show, but please feel free to share your story and, you know, maybe we'll do something with it later. The problem is that so many people called, it crashed the boards and the message didn't go through. So people were just getting like this error message or like a busy signal, which then just played into this notion that something was going wrong or that this was real. And uh, it was banned. It was not re-aired. Like it caused this huge problem in the courts. Like it and. It's it's legitimately still pretty scary, like it's, and especially knowing the context of how it was created, uh, it's really amazing. Uh, and I guess the, there was just a documentary put out about it. Um, you can now actually get it on DVD and stuff like that. But yeah, it's that's awesome. That's kind of like, awesome. Yeah, I highly recommend uh, seeking it out. Uh, Black Watch is saying it's on Netflix. So I'm not sure if he means uh, Ghost Watch or if he means uh, the documentary. But yeah, worth seeking out uh now or next halloween uh definitely super weird
1: totally i uh i watched slither uh, a couple of nights ago which is uh a favorite of mine and and sam's though uh it is it gross like she forgets how gross it is until it starts getting really gross and then she just starts squirming like crazy like i can't ah i can't deal with this but that movie is still super great uh as as horror sort of ridiculous horror comedy goes
0: Yes, yeah, so there's fantastic. I really like James Gunn. Continues to blow my mind that that dude is directing Guardians of the Galaxy. I know,
1: right? It's bizarre, but it's awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, it's at, if you watch his films, you suddenly understand why he would be the right guy for a job like that. Totally, because um, he can handle he can handle weirdness. And then the last movie we watched uh, last night was "I Spit on Your Grave 2. Oh no. Oh, okay. Um,
1: so this is the, this is the sequel to the remake, right?
0: Yeah, and it's directed and written by the guy who did the remake. I don't okay. know who I don't know his name is. Those movies are a particular brand of extreme. Yeah. So if anyone's not aware of the how these movies function, uh they have a formula. Um their formula is basically a woman mm-hmm. is beaten and sexually assaulted to the point of depravity, and then somehow she escapes and exacts a horrible, horrible vengeance uh, on those uh, that have uh, done this to her. The, the problem I have with these movies is that the vengeance is not one-to-one. Right. Because what they do to the – like, the, the way these movies are, are made to work is that the character and the viewer are both – so disgusted with the individuals that you are able to enjoy or there is catharsis from the extracting of revenge you know rape revenge yeah. films are a trope in in they are a horror genre i not a very good one but they do exist the problem is the what is extracted is just violent and extreme right she does it's not sexual depravity in response so it doesn't like i was watching this with uh, my wife and uh, another woman and they've seen the original and they're, they're up for anything when it comes to a horror film. And that was our discussion at the end of it was it didn't feel satisfying because when she's just screwing them up with weird tools, it does, it's not the same because what they did to her is not equal measure of what, what she did to them. And right. I, I know why that happens. I understand that's how why it would be constructed that way, uh, but I think I'm done watching those films unless unless they wanna unless they wanna let the woman get her jollies too somehow. These movies don't really work because otherwise it just comes across again as a weird male power fantasy it just well, happens original, to be a woman the original in the,
1: original was just like kind of an you know cheesy exploitation movie that just happened to be particularly lurid and kind of mean-spirited if i recall yeah. correctly yeah I, I saw that movie years ago i have never watched the remake or the sequel and i won't because i just no
0: don't i just recommend find that them.
1: i find that whole like you know pocket kind of more like even more vile than than most horror tends to be. So I I it's it's a level that I kind of can't deal with personally. It
0: doesn't have a message at all, no. and even the catharsis is not cathartic. So ah uh, I'm not I'm gonna stop watching. Those.
1: I think that's for the best. Uh, On a lighter note, I
0: I had my yearly
1: Ghostbusters viewing last night. Which okay,
0: is, you know, uh, that's much more lighthearted. That's yes, there's no, <laughs> no considerably more. There's uh, no revenge fantasy there.
1: I am constantly blown away by how I I watched that movie like solid hundred times when I was a kid. And every time I watch it as an adult, I progressively realize more and more how cheesy and bizarre and totally like just seriously antiquated the effects and just everything in that movie is just so perfectly 1984 that like, it's amazing. And I, the more I, the more I watch it, the more I realize just what an amazing encapsulation of that weird era and period of time, that movie is, on top of being, you know, a pretty still very funny movie and and, and kind of ridiculous in its own
0: right. So here's the question, though. Where do you stand in yeah. Ghostbusters 2?
1: I still like Ghostbusters 2. Hell I yeah, you do, because Ghostbusters 2 is a good movie. It is. It's inferior to the first, certainly. sure, But uh it, it doesn't have to be as good as the first to still be good. Mm-hmm. And it is, I think, still pretty good. It gets really silly, but, I mean, that's fine. You know, it doesn't have to be super dark or weird or anything. Like, yeah, it's a painting ghost, and then the Statue of Liberty happens, and whatever. Jackie Wilson, it's great.
0: Yeah, Ghostbusters is a good movie. Um, totally. Some stuff happened this week. Some news happened. It
1: did some news. Why don't you uh, Why don't you kick things off? Uh,
0: well, we should probably start with what most people have talked about this week. Um mm-hmm. So there's gonna be some differences between these consoles. When they come out yeah. uh, and that inc- extends and includes some of the games um, last time around uh, when 360 PS3 launched uh, the Xbox had sort of the advantage uh, in terms of some of the games that were coming out uh, despite the fact that uh, they most people conceded the PS3 in some respects was more powerful but harder to tap into and especially with that Unreal Engine uh, Xbox games just in general uh, especially multi-platform stuff uh, that's where you wanted to play a lot of those games. Uh, I remember right. stuff like Stranglehold, you know, some of that early stuff that just was not, you know, frame rates and pop-in and textures were pretty ugly on PS3 for right. a while there. Uh, and it seems like it, it seems like it's going to be kind of a flipped a little bit this time around. Uh, specifically, uh, people are you know talking about how Call of Duty: Ghosts is going to be 720p but 60 frames a second on Xbox One uh, and 1080p and 60 frames a second on PS4. Um, so the idea that there are differences between these two consoles not that surprising. Uh, it sounds like the RAM, uh, which is more difficult to work with on the Xbox One, is the culprit. And for a lot of these games, it will get sort of sorted out um, for multi-platform stuff. Uh, but, you know, what this what this means long-term, like, is really hard to tell. And I think if you start breaking down why people are so hysterical over these differences, I think it is, it is exactly that. It is trying to project and predict what does this mean for the next five years and does it mean anything and and that's that for people that are maybe just buying one console you know i think that's an um, that's definitely an important question
1: Well, and then, you know, on top of that, keep in mind that nobody's really been able to have like a really meaningful console wars, you know, flame war in several years, because usually that stuff really kind of sparks up heavily around the time new consoles are launched. And it's been, you know, kind of dead for a while. So I imagine there's a lot of really pent up rage amongst people that are, you know, that that have, that have chosen sides hardcore in this battle and really want to argue with one another. But the question is, you know, does that stuff really make a huge, massive difference or, you know, massive impact on the game you're playing? And, you know, you, people were talking about some of the resolution differences between uh, it Battlefield 4, I think, uh, you know, and the, the next-gen versions. And it like, you know, despite the fact that there was seemingly a resolution issue or, or difference or whatever, like, looking at the two games, you could not really tell unless you were just taking a microscope to it. And I, I've never been the sort of person that wanted to take a microscope to a game on that level, because it's like, if I'm still getting the same basic experience that I would be getting on any other platform, does it really matter that much?
0: Well, I, I, you know, I think what we're, we're seeing is it matters to some people a great deal more, you know, and I'm also in a sure. position that, you know, I'm, you know, both of us are, we're going to buy both consoles. So, you know,
1: it's, but even if I was only buying one, even if I was only buying, you know, say the, the Xbox one, Does this system do, does it play the games basically the same way that, you know, the other platforms will? And so far, no one has said, no, this game is severely hampered because of, you know, these technological problems. They're saying, no, there are some slight differences in what we can do visually. Slight differences, you know? And that's, you know, I mean, that's worth bringing up and it's worth talking about, but is this really... You can't project what's going to happen with a console like this five years from now just because there are some early issues trying to get launch games working at the same level.
0: Yeah, and and and, I, and again, that's why I'm trying to look at a bigger picture as opposed to sort of, you know, what does Battlefield 4 look like? What does Call of Duty Ghosts look like? Um, because th- I think that's that's less important. It's more, does that indicate a trend? And, and I don't right. know. And there's a lot of armchair analysis happening from a technical perspective and you know quite clearly the ps4 is you know a little more powerful this time around so uh mm-hmm. it also matters you know what the market share of these two machines are you know is is right. how does that stuff shake out that determines where people uh start putting um you know their work from a developer's perspective uh you know if like let, let's assume let's try and uh, take a possible scenario that people would try and extrapolate from this so is it possible That in the future, most multi-platform games are 1080p on PS4 and 720p Mm -hmm. on Xbox One. Like that's you know a possible scenario that people would lobby about. Uh, Is that a reason to buy the PS4 or the Xbox One? Like yeah, if you want to buy one, you should probably buy the one that is going to have the better versions of games. I mean that's why a lot of people bought an Xbox 360 over a PS3 was so many games were built on the Unreal Engine that that seems like a reason to buy that machine over the other one. Um, sure. I, you know, I, I'm i just, I temper how much to look into this simply because the developers I've talked to say that a lot of this should be ironed out with the next set of, of games. Um, mm-hmm. Which I feel like more likely to happen is that PS4-exclusive games might look better, just like a lot of late PS3 games have, have looked remarkably better. I mean, Last of Us is an, a remarkable technical achievement that, that doesn't seem like it would be uh, possible as as well as it is on uh, on on Xbox 360. But you know we're not quite there yet, and so it's just for me I have trouble getting into worrying about it too much because a I'm buying both machines, uh, and b I can't really tell the difference when I've tried. Um, so that's you know that's on me. I'm just not a technical guy. I played on an Xbox 360 with a 20 gig hard drive for the last six years, so. You know, I have dealt with shitty frame rates and lower resolutions, and it's just it's just not a thing that that is that important to me. Um, sure, and I feel like that's – oh, go ahead.
1: No, so I was to say some people in the chat are talking about the uh, the the hundred dollar difference being kind of a key factor and all that. Sure, that is, yeah, absolutely. You know, if you, like if it's a more powerful machine
0: want, and a hundred bucks cheaper, like that starts to add up sure. pretty quickly. Um, yeah, and and that that seems like a meaningful reason for someone. Uh, to to want to to buy that version or the other. Uh, I mean, but what I what I would temper people with, and this happens this happened last generation too, is that we get these new machines, and then the expectation is that we're gonna get full res, sixty frames a second, because it's new hardware, and right. that's not going to happen. Like that is just not going right. to happen. Uh, on consoles, what tends to happen is that developers choose a lower frame rate so they can do more with what's on screen. That results in a faster frame rate on the PC because you have better capable hardware and that's going to happen right. this time too like uh 30 frames per second is going to be what everyone targets this generation and if you want 60 then you need to go somewhere else and I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of games straddle between 720p and 1080p and do these weird resolutions like 900p uh, because that's that's kind of just the way uh, it, it works out um, yeah and I don't know I, I just I get a little frustrated because I feel like a lot of the feedback I get is yelling at me to ch- want to choose a side, um, and and, yeah, I, I mean, and, I, and I I I just feel like why I'd rather wait a couple weeks and see it all for myself rather than looking at video analysis and screenshot analysis and taking other people's word for it. I would much rather wait a couple of weeks and be happy to weigh in uh, when I can do that firsthand.
1: I mean, they're 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 yelling at you to choose a aside because they're tired of trying to project their own side on you. I mean, that's all. I you know, I remember when I was working at GameSpot and we had that System Wars forum, which I think maybe still exists. I have no. That's idea. gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, all the, I know, and we put it there because we specifically wanted to keep it away from the rest of the forums. Oh, okay, sure. It was basically like a little prison cell we built for them to go into to do all their terrible nasty business, so that we everyone else could kind of exist the rest of the you know in, in the rest of the forums and not be harassed by that. But yeah, those people were nuts. I mean, those people would just, you know, every little slight toward their preferred console in a, you know, even saying this version is not as good in this review uh would just set them off. And that, you know, that mentality is something I've never understood and never been able to, you know, get behind on any level. It's like I understand not everyone can play every platform and I understand that, you know, you you want to pick the best one for, you know, your your style of gaming and the games that you love and that's totally reasonable. But you can do that Without having to turn it into a gigantic pissing contest that you're not even really invested in beyond the money you spent on a console, you don't work for these companies, you don't have to, you don't have to make everyone agree with you. That that's not that's not how the world works.
0: I mean, I suppose there could be a tension that exists, and it's you know hard. Now we're getting into armchair psychology of why uh, some of this stuff plays out the way it does, but, um, you know, if let's say the Xbox One takes off and the PS4 is playing second fiddle. Um, you know, one of the things that we did see this generation that was, uh, fallout from the Xbox 360 being sort of like the de facto platform was that games were a uh, multi pool from the, I'm really, I cannot get that word out this morning, multi okay. platform, uh, targeted for lower specs and also had to assume there wasn't a hard drive there. We started seeing a shift of that a little bit towards the end of the generation where developers just said, F it, but yeah, you know, you know, the Xbox 360, not including a hard drive by default. Screwed up a lot of games this generation, and it, it did hinder games in a way that uh, was unfortunate. But developers had to program their games thinking that people might just have you know what a uh, those those memory sticks uh, that that you could buy. That I, I don't know anyone that actually had one of those things. Um,
1: I think we had some in the office, but that was well. There. You could it was
0: it was useful for transferring saves and stuff like that. Right. Um. But you know that that is you know. I guess maybe what drives some of this is if the Xbox One takes off, then you are looking at, again, a technically inferior console being the benchmark as opposed to, you know, the PS4 being the target and then just lower quality games coming out uh, on the uh, on the Xbox One. But, yeah, I don't know. Just for me, it's just we're so close. Uh, and given that I'm not a tech guy, I never have been, and it, the stuff like this has never bothered me, I, I've always just kind of dealt with what I've got. And if it's not as good as what other people have, you know, That's okay. Um, We're just also so close. I just want these consoles to be out so I can see it for myself. And I I don't want to rely on other people to tell me how I should feel about something else.
1: Was it like two weeks at this point? Two weeks until PS3? Yeah,
0: the 15th. And it's the first. It's November. Fucking crazy. Yeah, there are a lot of games coming out in the next couple of weeks.
1: Well, I've just already decided I hate the PS4 anyway because it doesn't play MP3s and audio CDs, so, you know, whatever. Yeah,
0: and that's, I think, also, that's part of the funny part is uh, some of the screaming that's happened at me is ironic given that if I had to choose one console, I would choose the PS4, so. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's unfortunate that that media stuff happened, too. I guess that's another story that came out this week right um
1: yeah and it's it's weird because it's like basically they're saying you know you can't play mp3s it doesn't play uh audio cds which i mean i i think i own a audio cd you know at this point so whatever but the fact that it doesn't do like some of the the media streaming stuff the the pc streaming stuff that it had before is is, the ps3 had was kind of a bummer but I also wonder how many people actually used that in the grand scheme of how many people bought that system because I don't think I ever really used that stuff on PS3. I used it a little bit on Xbox 360,
0: but not much. I think more people than you might think. It's probably not, you know, a majority of the user base. It's a minority of the user base, but the people that did use it really loved it, and there doesn't appear to be a good reason why they took it out except that they want you to buy stuff on their marketplaces right you know
1: and that's yeah and that's kind of a bummer because you know as much as as much as i don't mind having those you know specific services that that sony provides in there like i would also really love it if uh i could just kind of use the stuff i had already been using for years you know theoretically considering i still really wasn't using that stuff on ps3 anyway yeah
0: um you know i use an apple tv and connecting my computer to my pc to do most of that stuff so it's not a concern for me, but I I, right. I don't blame people who have turned their PS3 into a media center um, to be upset that the console they're going to switch over to suddenly has that stuff disabled. Largely, it seems uh, because they want you to you know buy their stuff on a marketplace. You know if it gets if it gets patched in, you know that's possible. I saw you know Shuhei Yoshida mentioned that he met with the hardware team and they talked about you know the the feedback they've gotten about these features uh, being taken out. It didn't actually um sorry to interrupt you. Someone in the chat is saying that they are apparently talking about
1: patching in m p three and uh, like did they DNLA actually say that stuff? I, I feel I don't know. He says that on Twi- uh, there's some sort of Sony response on Twitter that's saying that.
0: okay, well, if that's true, that's great. the The most I had seen was that Yoshida said they had heard the feedback. Um, and in the right. past, you know that has mean um, they have actually gone and done that. Uh, so if that happens, you know, and it just happens to be that's a feature they couldn't get in at launch. Uh, that's fine but the fact that they didn't have a line ready for them to say hey this is just a feature we couldn't get ready for launch it's coming later suggests to me they didn't want you to have it and and right. if it's changed it's it'll be a result of of feedback and if it gets changed that's great um yeah. and if somehow microsoft can have that flipped on at launch that would be at least something they could brag about i guess totally uh and I guess some of the other uh, limitations uh, we saw, like a fact come out earlier this week, um, no external hard drives on the PS4, but you can swap out the hard drive inside. Uh, I don't know the, I don't know what SATA means, so I'm not going to get into how exactly that works. But there are certain requirements for uh, what kind of hard drive can go in there. Uh, 500 gigabytes is a lot, but if some of these games are going to be 40 gigs a piece, yeah, it's not going to be a lot for very. It's long. essentially going 500 gigabytes is going to translate into you know what was 20 uh, gigabytes in the past if right. you have 500 you're gonna have to do you know some hard drive management in order to to make that work over the long term especially if you play multiplayer games and and keep a lot of games on your hard drive
1: cool yeah yeah it's it's i, I hope i hope they patch it in that's that's kind of where i i come out on all that yep. stuff so
0: yep. what do you got
1: uh, let's see. Uh, well, we got our first look at The Walking Dead Season 2 this week. Ah,
0: they, uh, they, I, that's maybe saying too well, much at what the, we got to look at.
1: The trailer is is basically nothing. I realize that. It's just like, hey, here, remember Clementine? Here's Clementine. Yep. She's back. Uh, But that the, the detail that came out of this was that you will be playing as Clementine in the game Uh, this time around. So, you know, the, the, the Season 1 was basically... You know, you being able to prepare uh, her for what life will be like, you know, uh, later on in the world. Uh, And now season two is you getting to actually experience that. I've seen a bunch of people grousing about how the idea of playing a little girl or, you know, whatever is just not... Doesn't make a lot of sense to them. Doesn't seem like it would really work. Uh, The only meaningful argument I've seen about that is that some people liked the ambiguity of kind of sending her off, you know, into the world and not necessarily knowing how that played out, Mm -hmm. which I kind of get... But I also don't think that, you know, that necessarily ruins anything, especially if, you know, the writing ends up being as kind of thoughtful and, you know, kind of well-paced as it was in that first season. I, on the, personally, I think it's a great choice. I'm, I'm super interested to see what they do, uh, uh, you know, in terms of creating choices that a child would be able to make within the context of that world, because that's something that I've never really seen explored. Yeah, before.
0: that's, yeah, I think... The writers of Telltale, even though Sean Vanneman and Jake Rodkin, who were the the showrunner equivalent uh, on that first season, have moved on. I guess the Walking Dead game is following the Walking Dead TV show. Can't hold on to a showrunner in the next season. Yeah. Um. And, but you know, it sounds like they've left it in very capable hands. And that and those two guys did not do everything um to build that season. Um, there are a lot yeah. of other talented people. I think they have earned the right, especially after Wolf Among Us, which was such a strong debut. They've earned the right to take the path they want, and let's see how they do. Uh, they have definitely, yeah, they've totally. definitely earned a lot of rope uh, on this. And I think what you're bringing up is a is a really interesting idea. You know, if they write Clementine, given that it appears she's just, go, you know, it's going to play take place not too long after. You know, it's not like we're jumping seven years in the future, and she's an adult. Um, she is still very young it would be odd if they wrote her and the choices she's given and the choices she can make as though it is the adult that is playing the game and not writing her as though she is a child and how they express that tension, I think could be really interesting. Um, Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious to see how they play that out because if you were just to write Clementine as though she is suddenly 27 um, you know, she's not, you know, uh, you know, children make mistakes. Children are naive. And maybe those are ways that the writers can explore, you know, messing with the player in some interesting ways. I'm curious to see how they, how they work with that.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I think that, like you said, they've earned the right to try, you know, to take the story where they, they, they want to go with it. And, you know, uh, the first season is one of those, you know, experiences that has stuck with me long, long after I finished playing it. And, you know, I, I realized that Vanneman and, and Rodkin are off, you know, doing their new thing now and it's, it's a new set of writers, but, I have hope, you know, especially after playing The Wolf Among Us. I have hope that that there is a larger, you know, better group of good writers at that studio because you know that that game, even having no interest in the subject matter ahead, you know, beforehand, totally sucked me in, and it led me to believe that there are other people at Telltale who can guide these kinds of things and do the same kinds of you know thoughtful uh, stories that, that that first Walking Dead season had.
0: Yeah, and we don't have to wait long. It sounds like we're gonna get that first episode in December. So, cool. um, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to playing that video game. That is for sure. Same. Uh, it does someone, uh, this isn't in the chat specifically, but someone brought it up, uh, on my Tumblr was, does it get weird given the fact that, uh, you know, walking dead was my favorite game of last year. You know, when you start to think of how you construct game of the year awards and stuff, um, you know, both of the telltales new seasons are not going to finish in the same year. Yeah. And what does that do to the game? I I don't know. I would put
1: this. You know, I I do it the same way that sports seasons determine. You know, label their champions. If if a season finishes in a year, then that is the year it is up for game of the year.
0: So twenty fourteen.
1: So it would be a twenty fourteen game of the okay. year type. That thing. makes sense. That's 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 my opinion on it. I imagine that other people have different viewpoints, but it's like. You know, you don't you don't call the you don't call the Miami Heat the 2012 champions because they won in 2013. Right. So that's that's how right. you that's how you work it. Yeah,
0: out. I think that makes sense. I think the only um, you know fear there is that you know games that have come out early in the year are are often forgotten and not usually yeah. forgotten because you know and people have asked me about this before too. I don't think they're forgotten on purpose. It's just that you respond more strongly to the stuff you have experienced more recently and sure. and so it makes sense that you'll have forgotten some of the emotional resonance um or why you like the thing if you have you know eight nine months separation from it but if the walking dead season two is as powerful as the walking dead season one it won't have any problem uh with staying power i don't think totally um so how upset are you or are you happy that south park the stick of truth Delayed to March 2014, and if you look historically at games delayed to March in the past, that is the first step to getting delayed to May.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm i of two minds about it. One, I'm disappointed because, goddammit, I really do want to play that game. Two, the other side of it is they've never let people have hands-on with that game, which says to me, especially in conjunction with, you know, what the, the representative from Ubisoft, who I can't remember who it was, but they were basically... When they put up that blog post, they straight up said, we realized we had to turn that game upside down to make it what we wanted it to be. Uh, which says, you know, volumes about how willing THQ was just to put that thing out, you know, kind of half finished so long as they could get it out and make some money. Yeah. Uh, but it also, you know, it says to me that I they want that game to be good. They, they know what they have. They know what that game can be. Uh, which is, you know, theoretically the first really good South Park game. Uh, and I, you know, I respect the notion that they don't want to put out a busted ass game. You know, it's like, it's disappointing because Ubisoft has already done this with Watch Dogs, uh, and to a lesser degree with the crew. Uh, so that's like three, you know, I mean, the crew was never officially this year, but like, it, it was kind of, you know, hinted that it would be. So, but technically that's like three games that they have had to delay, all of which had at least some anticipation level attached to it. Uh, yeah, you, you, ha- think ha- South- you have
0: to imagine that, you know... If Ubisoft is already hurting financially, uh, their stock took a hit because of these other delays. Adding this one on here... Um, yeah. You know, it, it does... It, if they were purely interested in the money, that game would have been pushed out in December. And totally. And it does make you maybe feel pretty good about how Ubisoft is treating the quality of it uh, by pushing it to March, which is the end of a fiscal quarter. Um, I don't know if that's the end of their fiscal year. I don't know how Ubisoft is structured. Um, but... What... It's I feel like it's a good thing, you know, obsidian stuff has had quality issues in terms of polish in the past and (laughs) that's putting it by, and you know, this is, you know, Matt Stone and Trey Parker's, you know, first real game, like not surprised if there's been bumps in the road. If you've looked at how they develop the show, you know, I, I, I wonder how that's transitioned over to them doing the game, whether they, you know, make all sorts of changes at the last minute, like take stuff to the, to the, to the, to the nth hour, um, I just it, it, I'm glad it's out of the way because A I think it, dropping in December is just such a bad idea for most games like it just doesn't work yep. out sales wise for a lot of games. I remain pissed at Ubisoft that they dropped my favorite Prince of Persia game that cel shaded one from 2008 in December, which means mm-hmm. no one played it. That game was awesome. No one played that. And game. that game was awesome. I really liked that game. Yeah. Um and so yeah December is just tough. So I'm I think March is makes a lot more sense. Gives that game some breathing room. Uh, if all the games that are sort of set for the spring come out in the spring we are in for one hell of a spring and I, I think that um south park would be coming out the week before or the week after i'm not sure which uh of dark souls 2 and oh what's the other and titanfall titanfall is titanfall. right around there yep. isn't it titanfall
1: yeah so that's yeah that's that's gonna be a busy-ass time but Again, if they can make that game what it should be, which, again, is basically Paper Mario with South Park and, you know, way more cursing, then by all means, I'd I take the time, make it happen, because I don't want to play a busted-ass version of that game. I want to play one that's actually, you know, what they, they have set out to make. Yeah. Especially considering this season of South Park has not been very good, for the most part. Mm. So I, I've been kind of just, like, I want actually good a good South Park fix. This season's been kind of a bummer for the most part.
0: I wish they would m- move on. I know why they don't. I know why they don't. I feel like
1: they're done. They've said they're going to be done soon. They don't have a whole lot more invested in doing too many more seasons. I don't remember where or when they start. I mean,
0: because I know South Park is essentially a template for whatever they want to do. South Park doesn't have sort of a narrative end because South Park week to week is just whatever they want to say, and they say that through South Park. So, I mean, I I get why they don't like to give it up because it's essentially every week they get to blog in comedic form through these characters. You know about you know whatever they want to muse about, um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it in years. I've tuned in every once in a while when people say, "Oh, last night's episode was really strong." But
1: the last couple of seasons were actually pretty good. This one has not been like there's been half of the Goth Kids episode was really funny, and then there was one really funny one before that. But other than that, it hasn't been very interesting. Yeah. Speaking of Titanfall, uh-huh. uh, it was made known uh, this week that uh, Titanfall its exclusivity to Microsoft uh, and PC platforms will be for the entire lifetime of that title. Uh, there had been some people who had, I guess, been holding out hope that it would eventually come to the PS4, uh, but that does not appear to be the case in this, this situation. Uh, you know, th- they've, the people involved, like Respawn has said, they are not, you know, averse to ever making a PS4 game and that this just happens to be a deal that EA made for this title. Uh, so it's not like it's, you know, the end of the world. They're just a Microsoft exclusive studio or anything, but you know, I, I wonder, did you ever really think that this game was going to come out on other platforms? Cause it seemed like the exclusivity was pretty well built into it from the moment they let that thing
0: fly. I wouldn't have been surprised if as a result of ramping up for Titanfall two, in which they would be developing on, you know, on PS4 as well, that seemed to be what they were, yeah. you know, pretty strongly hinting at for the future. Um, That as a result of that, they would be able to port Titanfall... Oh, someone at the door. Go get them, dogs. Go get them. And uh, they'd be able to port that game pretty easily um, to the PS4. So then as a result, uh, they would just kind of give it over for free. Um, But, you know, those multiplayer games are weird because the single player is being fused into Titanfall's multiplayer. And I don't... Those historically... Ports that come years later, or you know, or a year mm-hmm. later, just don't do very well. And a multiplayer one, I think, would no. have even more challenges uh, facing it. So it might have just been sort of a "Hey, PS4 owners, here you go." But I think, you know, it's it's very clear from the way Vince Zampella has talked about uh, on on Twitter that you know you can reasonably expect Titanfall Two, uh, you know, whatever they call it, uh, to come out on on every platform. Um, but you never know i mean you know if titanfall is a huge hit microsoft's gonna have a big incentive to try and convince respawn to stick with them but the way that vince talked about it on twitter he seemed legitimately disappointed that they had to lock out uh, sony uh, platform holders forever for the original game
1: just makes me wonder how much money microsoft actually threw at them to make that happen i mean ea you know they're they're not usually into the whole platform exclusivity thing they usually try to throw things out on as many platforms as they can so I have to imagine it was at least one or two dump trucks full
0: yeah and maybe it's marketing you know it's hard to know exactly how that stuff shakes out it, it takes many different forms when it comes to um, securing those exclusives but you know putting aside you know the the fact that it's a, a bummer that uh, ps4 owners won't get to play it you know it's a smart move that game has of uh, the current announced next-gen games some of the most buzz behind it Um, people are very excited about it. I'm very excited about it. And so Microsoft locking that up in the spring when we're going to be moving from uh, supply uh, constraints to normal everyday people getting in on this Mm next-gen stuff. You know, that game launching in March, that's coming at a really good time. Uh, And I expect in response uh, Sony to really, really get behind Destiny, even though Destiny is going to come out on everything. If Destiny is coming out in, say, April, Uh, I expect that Sony is going to want to try and Call of Duty that game, and they're going to want to try and make that... You know, If you're going to play Destiny, you're going to play it on PS4, and we're going to give you a lot of good reasons uh, why, and in the marketing, we're going to make it seem like it's exclusive to PS4. Uh, So I I think that's probably Sony's play here, is just to double down on Destiny. Um, uh, I think Destiny looks interesting. I think uh, it doesn't have quite the buzz, but my guess is, as a Bungie game... You know, that buzz will only build once that yeah, once that I think, beta I think is out. Once,
1: I think once next year starts, they're going to start getting real, real heavy on that stuff. I think they're just, you know, kind of waiting until this holiday rush ends before they start going real nuts with the marketing for that game. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that beta, I think, is going to be indicative. I'm excited to play totally. the beta. I'm excited to see uh, what Bungie has got cooking up um, because, you know, they, they've they nailed it in the past. I have no reason to to doubt they won't nail it again. And I'm, I'm curious to see... As we start seeing more people try and make this, you know, massively multiplayer single player stuff work, um, mm-hmm. how it all uh, how it all uh, sort of uh, pans out. Totally. Uh, I got a few little
1: headlines. I don't have anything too big left. No, at this we point. hit
0: most of uh, it. So why don't you why don't you start rolling on through? You wanna
1: th- well, if you, if you want to throw some questions at me and Patrick in the chat, feel free to do so. Uh, we will respond to them as soon as we get through these. Uh, The Wii U sold 300,000 units worldwide last quarter, which is double what it did the previous quarter, but also still negatively impacting Nintendo financially. Uh, It is, I think, to date, sold a little over 3 million units worldwide, which is uh, comparable to the 3.9 million units that 3DS has sold in the last six months. Wii U, man. How are you feeling these days about that thing? Well, I saw
0: a quote from Iwata that said uh, they are still trying to hit their... Uh, financial targets and they feel like Christmas is where a turnaround can occur for that platform. I mean, he's... It's going to be on Mario. He, I mean, he's right that Christmas is is historically where, where Nintendo has has seen sort of their fortunes change. That started what happened with the 3DS with the Ambassador Program and the price cut and uh, a lot of software that came out uh, that fall and that Christmas. Um, there, It's an even bigger uphill battle for the Wii U. And I want to say there was a quote from Awada that said they would not consider sort of uh changes to nintendo's direction until they sort of get through this fiscal year um yeah so you know we already talked about how there's a lot of big games coming out in the spring for next-gen platforms you know we could conceivably looking at you know a management change at nintendo in the spring if uh if they really miss that target which so far it's not looking good and yeah you know what what that future holds for nintendo i mean that's I don't know. It makes me nervous. I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. I I don't know what the future is for that company. I mean, obviously, 3DS is is doing very well for them, but uh, the Wii U is kind of a money pit right now.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it it was. Who knows if it'll stay that way now that they've turned off Spot Pass, because apparently (laughs) kids were using it to trade uh, filthy images with one another. And by kids, I mean me. Uh, So... I don't know if that's actually a big deal or what they're even going to do. It sounds like they're just going to change their parental controls around a little bit to try and make that not happen anymore. I just thought that was really weird and funny that that happened. Yeah.
0: and Dude, we are in November. Super Mario 3D World is yeah. coming out in November.
1: I know, right? Oh, I'm so excited. Only a few weeks. Only a few weeks left. And then we'll be playing that, that silly. Oh, podcast.
0: my yeah. God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
1: Uh... Well, you'll be less excited about this one. Tiger Woods is no longer with <laughs> EA. Uh, he is they, their PGA Tour game will no longer feature the, the the visage of the world's greatest golfer, and he is apparently now seeking out other branding opportunities with video games. Patrick, being the golf aficionado mm. that you are, who would you like to see pick up Tiger Woods
0: into a golf game? with Wouldn't him? it just be 2K? Would this be their opportunity to try and take another sport from EA?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where the competition is at. The only other place I could think of is, like, you know, one of the in like, basically like a Microsoft or a Sony wanting to have someone in-house make something, I guess. But I even those, like, other than baseball, I don't think Sony has any exclusive franchises anymore, and Microsoft hasn't done, a like, its own sports game in a very no, long No, I, really, I don't think so. Microsoft's
0: going to get into that game, and I guess Sony could. I mean, they killed off baseball for everyone else with MLB The Show. Hey, there's a game that I don't care about at all but my god mm-hmm. do i want to see what that looks like on ps4
1: oh yeah totally golf games you know visually because baseball you know, it's games the dude swinging the thing baseball games oh baseball
0: You're yeah it'll be the show
1: yeah i guess i don't know baseball
0: <laughs> wild swing from like oh golf's gonna look great in next gen 2. baseball who gives a shit alex navarro yeah it's baseball Ah uh, oh, man, man. And I-,
1: I don't even really like golf that much but i like golf games i don't like baseball games
0: that much i don't like either I don't care for either, but yeah. MLB The Show is an incredible looking franchise, and I, I it is it looks. Great. I hope they still continue three D on that because I think PS Four three D would look whoo, look pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, probably look alright. Um, yeah. hey, hey, that's what do you think of this Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z trailer?
1: I think it looks like <laughs> hot garbage, personally. <laughs> I see. I'm saying this because I've actually played that game. I sat there and I played it for uh-huh. a solid 20, 20 minutes. That's or a long so, time. Eighty three. It is for that game. Uh, I did not enjoy playing it. It does look like it has a great visual style. Sure, yeah, they used cell shading really, really well. That's about the only thing that game seems to really do well. Because man, that fucking dialogue! Holy shit! Oh,
0: I don't know who thought that was funny. Because that's the thing, right? That's, that's if you want to be crass, if you want to uh, be an exploit a game that's you know sort of surfing away on uh, exploitation, uh, you got to be funny. You got to be clever. Yeah, Um, you know. I don't Do no not funny. Bulletstorm, pretty funny. I thought anyway. Uh, some reasonably yeah. funny.
1: If funny funnier Because
0: uh, if you're gonna be crass, you got also gotta be clever. Uh and and Yiba yeah. ain't none of that. Not clever. Not clever at all. Holy no, shit. No, but didn't you see
1: the part where he, the truck drove into the giant the legs? It's like it's it's a metaphor. Don't there's 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 layers. Casual to peel misogyny back is in, not
0: even in the top ten it's an of onion. The problems that that trailer demonstrates that game has, uh, in terms of its script, and
1: it is an onion of terrible ideas. The more you peel back, the more they just keep showing up. And yeah, I, what I played of it, I did not enjoy. So I'm not, I'm not holding out any hope whatsoever for and- that game. I'm sorry. I don't like to prejudge things, but that was definitely one where I threw the controller down. And I was just like, okay, never again, never. And
0: it was so weird too. So. I don't necessarily watch from start to finish all the trailers we put up on the site, like you know stuff mm-hmm. that is like, yeah, our audience will be interested in this. You know, I'll just grab it, upload it, and you know take a screen capture and kind of move on with my life. Especially because I just didn't, I, I don't, I was not anticipating yaiba at all. But then, so I put it up, and then finally like watched the trailer and just my mouth just dropped as I was watching it. What did I just put up? Holy! And shit. then had to go and change the the uh, the caption for the trailer because it was like I can't put this up with a straight face because I can't now that I have oh. watched it oh my god yeah that's a it's I wonder a mess. so then here's the real question is so they'll put out another trailer at some point I mean this game is coming out yeah do they double down do they just put up two middle <sighs> fingers to everyone and just say screw it we're we're embracing this already- or do they do they, ch- do they totally far? change it?
1: No, no. They, they're they not going to change that game at this point. So yeah, I, at this point, if you've already committed yourself that much to the bit, you might as well just take it to the end. You know, you might as well just go down in flames rather than just, you know, trying to patch up pieces here and there to make it less offense to some, offensive to some. Because you're not going to fix that game. That game is what it is, and it's going to be what it is pretty much the whole way through, I think. So yeah, you might as well double down and just make it as horrible and offensive as humanly possible. Because at least then you're... At least then you're trying, you know. At least you're aiming for something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. You got yeah. anything else? Nope. That's me. All right. Let's answer, uh, answer some questions. Answer some in questions. The chat. Oh yeah, Bryce W. Gilbert points out Sony announcing something Pocket Station related. What?
1: What is? You didn't what? see this?
0: Yeah. No. There's a trailer. It's all in Japanese, but uh, in a couple of days they are teasing something related to the Pocket Station.
1: I don't even know what to say. About I don't that know exactly. either. What
0: could they possibly have in store for the Pocket Station? I don't even. I, I don't. I have I, no cannot idea. Cannot even fathom a guess at what they would be doing with that brand in
1: 2013. Ugh. Uh, faux hollow wants to know what's up with Need for Speed Rivals. That's my next gen racer, but not a whole lot yeah. of info out. Solid Good release point. date. That's not. That's not entirely true. Uh, there's. I think there's a. They said it's coming That game's coming at launch mm-hmm. for new consoles, so it should be ready. Uh, I've we put some trailers up. I've talked about it a little bit on this show before. It's a Need for Speed game, but it seems like a good one. Uh, the, the all the the like the pervasive multiplayer stuff seems like it's all pretty good, and you know it looks real nice on on next gen and PC. So you know, no, that game seems fine. I, I'm not. I'm not really sure what you're worried about, but I think it's. I think that game looks all right.
0: Uh, common Reason asks, what do you think the odds are that we'll see The Walking Dead Season 2 on the new consoles? That's a good question. They didn't mention that in the press release, but they did mention, I want to say other platforms in the press release, yeah. which leaves them some wiggle room on what they what they do with that. Uh, I played The Walking Dead on the PS3, and so my save is there, and they did say to keep your save, so right. I would rather not play that on the ps3 i would like to transfer that save over and play it on the ps4 i don't know if that's possible i don't know how technically that would work um i w- well because the, the they don't there's no uh
1: backwards compatibility for that stuff no right? but to say
0: i think like this sh- i don't i don't know like it, it seems like they'd be able to maybe pull in the the choices from the save data though like i mean but right. i i i don't that's i'm spitting bullshit out of my mouth about how right how or whether that's possible um i hope so i'd rather not have to boot up my ps3 to play that i would much rather play that on the ps4 but if they're not mentioning it um up front it would i feel like suggests that it's not going to be at launch yeah probably like, not. let me see if um, they said anything i'm going to do a quick google search uh, ps4
1: should i answer another question yeah. while, you're, uh, while you're doing mm-hmm. that Uh, what was there was one I had, uh, damn it, I can't, oh, there it is. Ragnar wants to know, what would you like to see in the first fully next-gen wrestling game? Tress effects, connect mocap taunts, what's your thing? Uh, for me, I would love it if they, well, for one thing, they really need to improve the fucking graphics engine in that game, because that shit has been old since the PS2. Uh, two, they, I would love to see them try to do something more interesting with the universe mode in terms of, like, creating more dynamic... Uh, feuds and storylines and stuff like that because again you know, I, I echo the point Jeff makes every time he talks about wrestling games is that you watch wrestling because you like the stupid drama it's not necessarily just because you just want to watch guys you know underwear hug each other for three hours at a time and I, I would love it if they found a way to include more just branching paths, choices, ways to kind of make the weird, you know, TV drama of wrestling find its way into the games. I think that would be neat. Uh, And also, uh,
0: dear God, better hair.
1: That's, that's pretty much what I've got on that front.
0: So telltale has said, we haven't announced any plans for next gen, but everyone here at telltale is pretty excited about the possibilities that PlayStation four can offer. So, that suggests to me that I think I think you can put good money down, that you're going to get uh, The Walking Dead on PS4 and Xbox One. My guess is it doesn't happen when the first episode drops, but happens sometime a little after that. Um, they haven't said... Oh, and earlier in the year, they had said... Uh, we're in close contact with... S- oh, so they've been, they've been talking with Sony. This was much earlier in the year. This was back in March. Uh, they were talking to Sony about the possibility of getting the saves to transfer over. Uh, so they haven't said anything one way or the other. Um, I would like to be hopeful about it. Um, I wouldn't mind, you know, playing the first episode on PS3 and then moving over to uh, the PS4 with the second episode. But crossing my fingers. Crossing my fingers. Fair enough. Uh, let's see answer one more question answer one more question uh, potato skull asked do you think south park could be a cross-gen game what do you think what do you think no that seems no. that seems I right
1: think that they'll just put that on current hardware and i mean, if they're already having this much trouble getting that game to work well on current gen hardware i can't imagine there's anything meaningful they would be able to do to try and get it ready for next gen in that time frame so not so much
0: hmm this seems about it i think that's the show you
1: i think, think that's the show?
0: show that was a that was that was a long show that we did a long, long show today um so what are you up to this weekend what are you doing what are you playing this weekend
1: uh nothing really uh i'm gonna play some more games and i'm gonna uh you know just kind of hunker myself down for the the forthcoming deluge of of, of next gen stuff but other than that, I'm just you know just gonna try trying to catch up on on backlog stuff. What do, what do you got going? Well, on?
0: Well, I'm going to a uh, friend's cabin over the weekend with some friends. Right. Uh, right. I am going to lug this PC along because mm. we're going to a cabin. It's going to be very dark. It's going to be spooky. Uh, I want to expose a bunch of people to the Oculus Rift horror games. And, oh God. Which just sounds like something really mean to do because I think doing that out it like here's how here's what I here's how I want to do it the way I want to do it is get an extension cord have an extension cord go out to the campfire where we were all sitting and do that just straight up in the woods that's my plan Christ I want to play dread I want to play dread halls in the forest in the dark drunk
1: you (laughs) you could not get me drunk enough to try that. I'm sorry. There's just no way. You, you would have to get me pretty drunk to even do that in just a darkened room. So I I, th- I, I wish you the best <laughs> of luck getting that to happen.
0: I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, so i gonna been doing that this weekend. I'm going to bring uh, my 3DS with me. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, I'm sort of like, because as I'm not paying us. Ass- normally I'd be playing Assassin's Creed right now. Because um, I'm mm-hmm. actually looking forward to playing 4. They seem to have hooked me again yeah good. people seem to be into it especially people that didn't like three um, but i'm waiting for pc slash next gen i think i'm probably gonna play that on ps4 sure. um so yeah, i think
1: i probably will check it out on ps4 so that's a couple well.
0: weeks back for me um but yeah uh, if people want to continue the giant bomb gravy train uh looks like jeff has started his weird mixler thing that he's been doing while he drives in to work
1: and then of course we have plenty of extra life stuff coming up yeah on the site this weekend. i guess brad's doing 24 so, hours
0: by himself which just sounds insane
1: <laughs> that i don't i don't even know what to, what to say to that that boy other than i wish him the best of luck and hope he maintains his sanity and then i think jeff and other people are getting in on it on sunday so. yeah so
0: there's a lot of going on uh, this weekend um so make sure
1: i'll be in the chat probably a decent amount during that stuff you know i'll be around uh, you know chatting with people i'm not doing a stream myself but you know i will be around to, to check out see what the guys and stuff yeah doing. so we
0: uh we wish all of them luck uh, and we will see uh, all you guys on uh i think they call it monday i think they call it monday Ow! okay that's a show yep.